Welcome back to Power Word Crit, everyone. My name is Ander, and I will be your keeper for this evening because we are playing Monster of the Week. Woohoo! Hooray! It's been so long. Hey, it's been a good minute, but we're happy to be back. Mm-hmm. So, with me today, we have our wonderful players here. I'm Kayla, and I am playing Avery O'Grady. I'm Corn, and I'm playing Hannah Mae Sullivan. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Valerie Tucker, also known as Val, the science gal. I'm David, and I'm playing Martin Gross. So last time, Martin and Val left Mark's boat rental to tell a suspicious member of the Lascogee Anglers Club who had been watching them from the street. Martin was uncharacteristically focused in his measured pursuit and collided with a shop door as it swung out from a jerky shop. The door fared a lot worse than Martin as his supernatural powers warped and aged it instantly. This understandably freaked out a bunch of people, but Val managed to convince them it was a freak lightning strike. Good job, Val. Thanks. That was very good, by the way. That was very good. The owner of the shop was further frightened as Martin revealed his true nature to him as he was trying to move along his way. Quickly leaving that mess behind, Val pressed Martin to understand what had happened and got some simple but non-committal answers. Once at the bait and switch, Martin noticed some powerful spiritual energy from the back of the building, but he and Val went inside the front door. Inside, Ian Kelly, the owner, and Spooky Man, was reassuring the tournament participants that the event would start later that afternoon when the storm cleared up. Val also overheard Sheriff Gibson and Darby talking about Moonlight and the ritual tonight, but was able to keep a low profile amongst the magazines. Martin had a brief insight to Darby's aura, along with an exchange of charged questions with her. By this point, Avery and Hannah had secured Mark's help, and he agreed to take them to Goose Egg Island around 5. They arrived at the bait-and-switch just as the sheriff was leaving. Their conversation was short, and Sheriff Gibson was friendly, but he was surely lying about knowing about dangers on the lake. Specifically, Hannah felt that the town itself wouldn't be safe from what was coming. The group finally managed to get back together and compare notes, agreeing that Darby and the sheriff were in on whatever was going on. Hannah tried getting a read on Ian, but was thrown into a panic attack by an overwhelming presence of hunger. The team quickly left the building to relieve Hannah, and noticed that the level of the lake was alarmingly higher than the previous day, now reaching level with many of the piers. And that is where we find our hunters now, standing in the rain outside the bait and switch, pondering on the water level's rise and the implications thereof. Ooh, boy. <laughs> that doesn't look good. No, no, that doesn't. That really doesn't look good. So is there anything else we're supposed to be doing, or should we go meet up with Mark to take the boat? I can't remember what he said about when he would meet us to take us out. Is he still taking us out? I didn't know you fancied him. <laughs> Ew. You so. know what I meant, Martin. You already know how I feel about hormones. What? Oh, yeah. Because I was making fun of the receptionist and the young guy who was the grandson. Uh, yes, I, I wasn't there. <laughs> Don't worry, without hormones, your species would probably have died off. I mean, yes, but I don't want to experience them right now. Yeah, so right now, it's about 11 o'clock. Mark agreed to meet with you at about 5. So you've got time to kill, but it's also storming out right now. There's been lightning, probably shouldn't go out on the lake. It's Mm -hmm. dangerous. Are most people inside at this point, or are they away from the lake? The weather forecast has said that it's going to clear up, and so there are, there are people about, but not like loads around you at this immediate point. 
Hannah is sitting on the ground. Her head is in her knees. She's got her cell phone open and it looks like she's scrolling through like pictures or something. She's breathing very, very heavy, trying to work through the, uh, the panic attack. And her thumb stops scrolling for a moment and looks at a picture. Okay, I can do this. She looks up and she looks to everybody else and she says, I'm going to go look at Ian's boat. Okay. Is do, we, it, do we know which one it is? Mark had described it. Yeah, Mark had pointed it out. Okay. It's, it's that one over there. Uh, also, Martin, didn't you sense something uh, behind the shop? Yes. Did you still want to check that out? Yes. Uh, Avery, do you want to go with Martin and I'll go with Hannah? Okay. Okay. We can do that. I was going to say splitting up is bad, but at the same time, you don't take four people tromping off to the back of the shop that you're planning on sneaking into, so... <laughs> Wait, who's sneaking? I am. You don't have to. I think it will also look less conspicuous without the four of us hovering around Ian's boat as well. True. Okay. So... Split up we shall then. If we don't meet back up here in an hour... Yeah, that sounds good. That should be plenty of time. We'll go after the other group. Okay. Or and you're not going very far either, because right. the, the pier is right essentially there. immediately right behind the bait and switch. We are doing so. this out of an abundance of caution. <laughs> no, that's fair. All right. Silence phones, everybody, just in case. Silenced. If I have to call you guys, or if you have to call me, and I'm in the back of the shop, and goes, that's true. Is vibrate okay? Yes. All right. Put it on do not disturb, so if we call three times, <laughs> it pushes through. Yes. <laughs> what if we're, like, getting our arm not off? Like, I think trying to call three times won't work. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on just a second. Well, I got to finish this call. I got to make it two more times. <laughs> Hold on, Mr. Monster. Stop. I have to let it go to voicemail three times. <laughs> it's going to take me, like, three minutes. Okay, thanks. Okay, that's fine. I'll just keep gnawing. No, they'll keep nibbling. <laughs> By the time you leave the messenger on the inside of the picture. Right. <laughs> we said Martin and Avery were going to the back of the bait and switch. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. You make your way around the back of this building. It's fairly cleanly painted mm-hmm. and such. And one thing that you notice immediately, even though the rain is coming down and visibility is poor, a big symbol painted on the back of the shop. And this symbol is one that you've seen recently on one of the signs as you drove into town. This is the one that Martin identified as that of the lurker of two intersecting horseshoes, one stacked on top of the other with two wavy lines off the side and a dot in the upper horseshoe. Well, that's a large symbol. It appears to be painted on in something like black. Okay, black, not like rusty red in blood. Not immediately. You can certainly look at it and do, do some investigation. Yes, I would like to investigate this area. Why don't you go ahead and roll that investigate a mystery? First roll of the night. Dun, dun, dun. Make it a terrible one so we can have some awful things happen. <laughs> you also get experience for terrible. You be cursing me, Keeper. <laughs> oh, no. My I... evil plan is working. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled almost minimum. Oh, wow. Almost. Oh, wow. So I rolled a three plus my two sharp is five. Okay. So that's a fail. I get experience yeah, for that. Yeah, this is your first time getting it, right? Yeah. For, for a fail? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have you not failed any rolls? Not really. Wow. <laughs> Just keep getting the medium or better. <laughs> yep. 
Okay. I'm going to hold on to this hold. I, I don't see a good opportunity to <gasps> cause things trouble oh, right now. No. Okay. Like, I'm sure I'm sure there'll be an opportunity. Oh, yeah. I have great faith in you your know, abilities, Keeper. Like, <laughs> when we're fighting a monster. Yeah. Right? That's usually the opportune time. <laughs> As you're looking at this symbol that is painted on the wall, it, it doesn't look like blood. Okay. You, you, can, you can rule that out. And it seems just a little oily. Oh, and okay. Kind of crusty. It's like maybe got some grit in it. Okay. Oh, good. It's not blood, but it could be ichor. So okay. demon blood? Yeah. What else is in this backyard other than this giant symbol on the back of the house? There are some bins. There's there's some like trash and, and things like that. It's just you know, various things that you find behind stores. Okay. Martin, what was setting off your senses? I don't see anything. Well, okay, other than the big symbol. Martin has been waiting patiently for the time being while using the site to look at the symbol and everything else around here. Martin, you see, as you open up the site, as you open into the spiritual realm, this symbol is pulsing with power, and it is not the only thing in this area, in, on this building. It is certainly an element, but there's more within. There is a creeping move, like that of movement in a, we'll say a tentacle fashion kind of spider webbing inside what looks the building. You can't see inside, but you can feel that presence there. The presence of the lurker has been in this area a lot. I don't know whether the actual being or just its influence, but it's left its mark. Keeper. Hmm? Martin would like to do some summer cleaning. Martin is looking at the symbol and is going to kill it. Can you kill a symbol? How are you going to do that? With my power. It does ignore defense. Are you going to try and attack the symbol to destroy it? With my power. I mean, I wouldn't describe it as attacking, but yeah, yeah, basically. If the house comes down and kills everybody, that is bad. I mean, there's a lot of bad people in here. I I still would like to remind you, bad! So, this is a magical force. One harm, magic, close, plus ignore armor ability. What should I do? So, what is your intent? Are you attacking the physical aspect of the symbol and the wall, or are you trying to break, like, any magic that's on it? The objective is the magic, but the physicality of, of the object that it's on is likely the best route to it. Okay. Yeah. I'd say go ahead and... We'll go ahead and do kick some butt, because that just feels... It's fine. It's gonna be so, weird. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's an 11 plus my weird of three. So 14. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That, I forgot you could roll that high in this game. Yep. <laughs> so you succeed in... What, what does this look like, number one? Martin looks at it, tells Avery about it, and then he almost looks like he's starting to look at other things, but 
a dark shadow seems to fall over this black symbol and then it starts crumbling and it starts to flake and break everything oily about it dries and desiccates the brick underneath crackles and crumbles and turns into dust and everything just stirs sloughs down and off of it absolutely that's exactly what i was thinking i think as well at the same time it's also burning as if something was burning off of it but yeah there is a charred blackened and scorched area on the side of the building but the symbol is no longer there and you don't see the pulsing energy in in the site anymore from that specific symbol how long do i think it would take based on the results here to purge out this demonic taint I think that you would have to use other methods to remove the taint from the entire building. Or at the- least the active aspect. So it would require something else. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, this symbol is gone, and whatever fell energies it possessed are no more. However, it's not the root source. What lies remains. I would advise not touching things that are related to it and destroying them if they seem potent relics of it. How do I tell if they're potent relics? Usually a potent relic or the like will have a certain degree of significance imbued into it and carried with it. You ought to be able to notice this as well even without the ability to see the spirit realm. For example, what it's that sixth sense, perhaps. What stood out to you about this mark, besides the fact that it's a demonic symbol, they have a certain significance to them. Okay, so did I have like a bad feeling when I looked at it, maybe, perhaps? Like, I think so. Is okay. it, it gave off a weird vibe. Okay, we'll go with that. So I think I've got it. So just call you, because I'm actually not sure how I'm supposed to destroy it. I guess, yeah, we'll figure it out from there. I look at it. It can be destroyed. Well, yes, but I don't think I can make it burn just by touching it like you did. I didn't make it burn. Everything dies, though. Yeah. In any case, though, is there anything else to see around here? Real quick, I think I've used often right. When a hunter comes to you for advice about a problem, give them your honest opinion and advice. If they take your advice, they get plus one ongoing while following your advice, and you mark experience. Okay. I think you've set up for it. So when Avery then follows your advice. Alright. So yeah. When I attempt to destroy it, whatever it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. You get in, plus one ongoing. In whatever manner I <laughs> figure out how to. <laughs> okay. No one ever said Martin was good at explaining the supernatural to other people. No. So the back of the shop, it's kind of a boardwalk. There's the pier off to the side. Val and Hannah are making their way over to some boats there. Assumingly, one of them is Ian's. There is a back door with some dusty-looking windows there and various rubbish bins and stacked boxes and old used crates and such things. So no shed back here? There's not a shed, no. Can I take a peek in the back window? Sure. Is it occupied? It is really dusty and dirty. You can see what looks like a glow from probably is the front of the shop and some silhouetted shapes of shelves and things. You don't see any movement. 
Is this the sort of thing where I feel like I could possibly sneak in without Ian knowing about it and then taking a look around? Or is this like a very open back end of the store? So the glow that you can see as it is as if it was coming from under a door. Okay, got it, got it. Martin, should we check back here? Do I sense anything back here? Oh, there is a strong spider webbing of power. I enter. So you reach for the doorknob. Avery says, Martin, should we go in? Yes. Without saying yes. <laughs> the doorknob is locked at the moment. I never have said that I have lockpicks, but it kind of feels like something Avery might have. Can the doorknob die? <laughs> Can Avery pick it for <laughs> I feel like, well, I feel like yours might be a little loud. Do- if not the do- doorknob, everything around the doorknob could die. Yours is loud. Which is kind of the same effect. So I think that... It's really not loud. Every, you know, it dying may be loud, but my ability itself is entirely silent. I think that when you're using that ability, if it's not attacking a creature or something like that, we're going to have you do use magic. Okay. If that works. It's the same role. Yeah, it is. Semantics. I think that it would fit what's going on. Okay. What do you guys want to do? I want to lockpick the door. Okay. Yeah. The I'm fine with you it. having lockpicks. The door dies while she's doing it. Gosh, <laughs> darn it. <laughs> is that a problem? <laughs> you can catch the door up. The doorknob. So Avery... Doorknob, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Gonna act under pressure to unlock it before Martin destroys the door? I can try. Uh, let's see. This is gonna be roll plus cool. Okay, thank you. Six. So that's a miss. Good job, Mark. So your, your lockpick, it, it's caught there. Martin, go ahead and roll. Use magic. Eight. Uh, there's a glitch in that, so it works imperfectly. No! Don't take my lockpicks! Uh, how much harm does your thing do? One. Don't take my lockpicks! It's going to do two harm. Ooh. It's going to be loud, Ooh. I think. The doorknob explodes. And Avery, you also take one harm. As the necrotic energy of a sort, certainly the, the life energy of the area, is sucked out and drained from your hands. Yeah, as the doorknob crumples, as if it was like a tin can, it just crunches and falls to the ground with a loud clank, 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 clank. I grab Martin and I run for the front door, or for, around the side towards the dock. Martin's like, why did you get in the way? You didn't tell me you were doing anything. Martin kind of thinks about it. Oh, Martin does not move, by the way. Even though I am literally pulling you? He's not willingly moving. He's not going to resist you on I am pushing it as hard as I can. How much muscle does Avery have? I have zero tough. Do we, do we need a contest here? <laughs> right. He's not contesting how, it. How He's hard just not you? going. So I think she can push me. It's kind of slow and it's... Okay, mm. that's fine. If I can at least get him away from the door, then I can at least pretend to look around like, what was that sound? We're supposed to be solving the problem. Why are we leaving it? <sighs> because we're going to get thrown in jail. For what? I'll talk to you about it later. Hang on. Where are you at this moment? So I'm assuming I have barely managed to get Martin around the corner. Okay. So as you run around the corner, mm-hmm. plastered up against the side, trying to be as quiet as you can, <laughs> you hear the creak of a door and a couple steps and a kick. You hear a rolling kind of clink clink of something metal. And a few footsteps and and a hey. I turn. Val, 
and Hannah, where were you at at this point? <laughs> I think we're walking towards the boat. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yep. it had been a minute or two. You probably made it to the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Val is pretending to be a casual tourist. Like, oh, look at those birds flying overhead. The Man, they are still flying out in this weather. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's got her shoulder bag on. And she's just head forward, working towards the boat, just not even trying to look like a looky-loo. <laughs> mm, there are a couple boats at this pier. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't on the boat yet, that's fine. Mark had pointed the boat out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had described it. It's a blue and white boat, and it has the emblem of the bait and switch on the side of it. Right. Is it fairly noticeable or like yeah. near these boats? Yeah. And the water's still up by the edge of the pier? Mm-hmm. It is, like, right there. So the boats are just, like... They are very high in in there. (laughs) Oh, boy. We might have to step up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you hear a shout from the side. Hey, y'all be careful out there. The water's getting a little little high. Probably should stay off the dock. Who is it? It's Ian. Talking to us. Mm -hmm. Because you guys are, like, right there. Okay, thank you. Thanks. We, We forgot something on our boat. We'll... We'll be there in a second. And he stands and watches. So. He's counting. One Mississippi, <laughs> two. He's a little far. I don't think you could hear him counting. <laughs> yeah. I would like to provide distraction. So what do you do? I am going to walk towards the end of the dock like I'm walking towards you guys and turn to Ian and say, how long is the weather supposed to go on for like this? Weatherman says it should be about uh, three o'clock or so is what they're saying. So you just, you know, probably stay on the streets. It'll be a little bit safer. Okay, is the water usually this high? This seems a little as I, like, is it's probably almost like licking my boots. Yeah, it, it's, is it usually it's this high? just a little bit. Is it usually this high? It wasn't this high earlier. No, are, must... you, are you turning him away so he's not facing us? Yeah, he should be looking more towards me, which is not quite at you guys. No, it shouldn't, and probably all this rain. When we're getting it, you oh. can see it. It's, it's coming down pretty hard. How long has it been raining we just got into town. It's It's been raining a lot not lately, honestly. Okay. He's lying. <gasps> He's lying. Of course, you already know this, too, because you looked up before that like, <laughs> oh, it's been in a drought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I just give that to you for free because you've got your suspicious mind. Yes. Yes, I do. So while she's doing this, I'm going to motion to... I want to say Izzy. <laughs> Crossing the streams. Oh, but no. it wasn't Izzy. <laughs> I motioned to Val because I assume that like we're too short to like just step into the boat if the water is that high. Correct? Yeah, the boat's raised. You will need like a ladder or something to get into it at this point. So would I be able to do one of those like hoist things where I get down on my knees and put my hands underneath her foot yeah, and hoist her up? absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to get down on my knees, pretend that I'm tying my shoes really quick. I'm going to say, Val, I'll hoist you up. Okay. Okay, and when he's distracted, I'm going to... (laughs) Okay. So I will need one of you to act under pressure and the other to help. I was not planning for this, guys. Uh, Well, I've got a zero to my cool. So either way, it's going to be a roll plus cool. Ooh, we're not fighting a monster. Shoot. Mm -hmm. I could have rolled an automatic 10. (laughs) I have a plus one to my cool, so... I guess I will act under pressure because yeah. I'm the one trying to leap. Yeah, that makes sense. And I will help. And I have to roll above a five, right? To do a, to do a help. You have to roll above six. Six is a, a six. fail. Yeah, it's always... Sorry. A six, sorry. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh no. <laughs> All right. I So Val, what'd you get? Got a nine. Okay. I got a five. Mm. <laughs> you could use luck. Ooh, I'm gonna use luck. Okay. Because we really need to get into this boat. So that bumps you up to a ten plus. Okay. Which gives Val a plus one. So that gives me a total of ten. Nice. And I think when I use my luck, I find something. Is that what it was? I find something. It's kind of like the... Uh, the oops move? The oops move, yeah. Okay. I find something that's useful, but not necessarily important at the moment. I'll hold on to that for a second. Okay, cool. <laughs> Wee! But, <laughs> but quietly. <laughs> you guys expertly managed to scoot Val up and over the side of the boat. Mm-hmm. And she is... Well hidden. Kenna, you are still on the pier. You might want to get yourself out of view. I think I'm going to... You should jump in the lake. <laughs> I Honestly, I keep wanting to, but um, is there is there a ladder or anything? Or would Val have to throw me a ladder? There's a ladder on the side. It's a little ways away, and it's higher up, I guess, than it would, normally would be. Is there any part of the dock that would be out of view from Ian's line of sight? Not this dock, because it's kind of his dock. Is there like a kayak or something? A canoe? (laughs) Yeah, sorry, a canoe, not a kayak. Sure, there's maybe one that's sitting on the dock, like on top of it. Okay, cool. So when he's not looking, I'm going to go hide in the canoe. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) It was a shove jump, right? So like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Into the the canoe. (laughs) So Avery... You're continuing to keep Ian distracted, kind yeah. of. It's okay. Mar- Martin will help. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. Martin comes up. <laughs> How's he going to make this What place? does he look, what does Ian look like today with the sight? You saw that Darby had some swirling tentacles around the thing that she cared about. Ian, he is just consumed by these green, a little bit leafy, kind of dee tentacles and it is just swirling about him and encircling him and wrapping him so i'm gonna come up to him look him up and down and then i'm gonna say why have you let the lurker entangle your soul (laughs) (laughs) i knew it you know he's not paying attention to you guys anymore that's true (laughs) definitely not yeah, and at this point, there's a <laughs> is a hand into the, the canoe. <laughs> she did this weird, very ungracefully. Loud, weird, loud noise, but nobody pays attention to it because they're all like, Arr. "Yep." Definitely, no one would have heard Val go. Wee! <laughs> Ian looks at you. His mouth quirks a little bit. Avery, you see his countenance change. It becomes darker. It becomes haggard. Oh snap! Are you seeing through the veil? Piercing the veil, the illusion. I think the lurker's piercing the veil here, not or, me. Or that. <laughs> I think he's allowing everyone to have a glimpse. In- Martin, he addresses you, and his voice echoes, and it is deep and it is dark. I thought I recognized who when you came sniffing at my shores. Your shores are growing. That they are. They're not supposed to be, though. The shores grow and the shores shrink, such as the way of the sea. This isn't a sea. It will be. I think that your time is to go. Uh-oh. And there is a growing pulsing at his arms, and he makes a quick gesture at you. 
Excellent. Combat. You have a quick moment. What are you going to do? Martin tends to not be overly defensive in nature. So let's see. What would be the right thing to do here? It's going to be an act under pressure, mm-hmm. but I'm asking oh, okay. you essentially how are you going to try this? So Martin is going to use... Essentially, he's using Unfiltered as a screen. Nobody else is likely to see what occurs, but for a brief moment, he takes back the veil for Ian and is going to attempt to use this to obscure his own location. Essentially, you know, I mean, the the shock and the realization of it and everything else that's going on is kind of overwhelming and might throw off his aim a bit. Okay, I'll let you use magic to do that. Oh, okay. Nine plus three is 12. Nice. Okay. Apparently I can't get experience today. <laughs> nope. Aww. Your luck is against you. It's true. <laughs> so I think that you succeed in what you were aiming at as far as obscuring yourself. He was expecting a presence, but your revealing yourself kind of shifted his, his aim and he aimed at where he thought you would be, but not quite. And perhaps it is also that Ian is still in there somewhere, and although Ian is in the thrall of this thing, the sudden exposure of a second Mm -hmm. such being is a little bit unnerving and bizarre, even for somebody as deep into it as he is. Mm -hmm. Avery? Yeah, what happens to me? Go ahead and roll plus half of your remaining luck. Nine. So you get a glancing blow from this. It knocks you back, but it doesn't do harm. Okay. What does it look like to her when he attacks? Wait, who's hitting me? Is Ian's presence hitting me? Ian lifted his arm in a throwing motion, but his arm jerked at the last moment as Martin did something because he he wasn't revealing to you necessarily. Okay, got it. So Ian's the one that glanced me. Yeah, you were close by, and so it basically caught your side and spun you around. Okay, got it. You are momentarily stunned. Okay. Uh, and do a minus one on your next action. Okay. Uh, you're wily one. Well, guess we'll just have to do this the more direct approach. Are we in a full-out fight? Yes. You hear a splashing, and there are what look to be into the seaweed-esque forms, begin snaking up from the lake. So like right where Hannah is? So these are immediately next to the dock behind Martin. So can I try a move? I would like to attempt to manipulate him to stop attacking us. I would like to use my move. See, it all fits together where I use sharp, which is a two, instead of charm, which is minus one. You can try and say things. Yes. It's not going to work because he is a minion. It doesn't work on minions. But I'm talking to the lurker, right? Oh, you definitely can't manipulate monsters. Oh, okay. Then it won't work then. That's a special move of the monstrous. You can only manipulate NPCs. Okay, cool. Hannah, I imagine poking your head out a little bit from said canoe, hearing a little bit of a ruckus. Mm -hmm. Um, You see Martin and Avery seemingly in a heated fight with Ian and some weird things are happening. There are what look to be kind of seaweed tentacles coming up out of the water and surging towards them. What do you do? She looks around to see if there's like bystanders nearby. Immediately, no. 
but you're kind of on the back side at the moment but you can see some people off to the side of the building so they're not in immediate view of ian and your immediate group but they could be drawn that way okay hannah has a surge of anxiety but then something something just pushes past that and before she even knows what she's doing she's stepping out of the canoe she walks forward and then gets overwhelmed with emotion and then she's going to stomp her foot on the pier and yell stop she is going to use magic but in an empath flavor so if this is okay with you what she's going to try and do is she's going to force all of her own anxiety, fear, and rage at Ian. Because she doesn't realize that this is a monster. She's trying to target the human side of Ian. Okay. If that's possible. Sure. Okay. So. Oh my gosh, what do I do? Roll plus weird. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. You got this. Oh, I think I do. <gasps> that is a 12, my dear friends. Ooh, so that's cool. a 10 plus. Very good. One point for Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody was nearby, they would feel maybe some sort of like residual breeze of some sort. Like, oh, what was that? But to Martin, he can see her aura just shoots out and just heads towards Ian. And it is very bright yellow, overwhelming. And you can see that there's like fear, there's anger, there's everything is just mixing into this thing. And it's just like an explosion. Spirit pee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dandelions. <laughs> Dandelions aren't full of anxiety and nervousness and, and fear is? and angst. People pee themselves when they're oh, concerned. It's true. Yeah, spirit pee. We've talked about this before. Not on the podcast, but we have in the past. <laughs> Let's not bring okay. that up again. No. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> I no. thought my comment was good until we went off the rails further. Where did you expect it was going to go? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> back on track. So Hannah, you get to choose one effect from the use magic table. That okay. I imagine probably inflict harm or trap a specific person, minion, or monster. Or you could be trying to banish whatever's doing whatever to him. I'm thinking between trying to banish or inflict. What does your instinct say? Because this is instinctual. It is true. I think she's... Ooh, this is hard. I'm going to try and banish something. So did you use them because I'm targeted in this? So I'm targeting this human side of Ian. Uh-huh. She's just wanting everything to stop. I guess in some deep recesses of her mind, it's if I can get rid of this person, everything will go away. The pulse of your aura sweeps out. It sweeps past Martin and Avery and it strikes Ian as if it were a wave of force, a wave of sound of air, his hair flies back, his hat falls off his head um, (laughs) because it flies back uh, and that dark countenance disappears and he slumps down to the ground and stirs a bit, a moment. I want to see the corny special effects for this. It's, you know, not really windy, not anything (laughs) of that and then suddenly his hat and hair just go (laughs) (laughs) So basically Hannah just went Super Saiyan for like a split second on the spiritual plane. And Mm -hmm. nobody else saw it but me. Yeah. And so he slumps to the ground and Hannah's like what? What was that? Val, do you have anything that you're wanting to do at the moment? So she is going to be investigating the boat real quick because she feels like she's going to be more helpful 
trying to find any information than trying to <laughs> use her goo gun where her allies are. You know, there are mm-hmm. a lot of seaweed monsters coming for us. Yes, but do you want to mm-hmm. risk getting glitter bombed? Yeah. Last Val heard, this was the thing to investigate. Yeah. Like, okay, they're doing things. Dig, dig, dig. Yeah, right. so she's kind of using it like, okay, they're giving me a distraction. Yeah. Run. <laughs> that's a fair. That's fair. Val, uh, you're looking for clues? Yes, yeah, so I'm like? going to investigate a mystery. Yes, please. All right. That is a nine. You have one hold to spend for what happened here. What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? So I will say what is being concealed here. Okay. Nice. In my messy bun, you know, lots of pencils and like tablet stylus. I also have a pen that doubles as like a UV light. Ah. And so I am going to use that to help me find clues of like fingerprints, things that Mm. maybe he's touched a lot. Yeah. What are like the common areas that mm -hmm. he's in? Yeah. And especially look like at like compartments inside the cabin and stuff. Maybe there's like a lockbox or something. Yeah. So that's exactly the case. You look around, you go into the cabin and there is a lockbox inside it. You see what looks like a bundle of computer printouts. Mm-hmm. They look like they're like scans of some sort of text and there looks to be a map. I'm just going to take it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Bring it with me and I will have Eerie analyze it because we're in a rush right now mm-hmm. and throwing caution to the wind because <laughs> things are bad. So assuming that doesn't take me more than like Mm, I don't know. It's probably not going to be enough time for me to run out. Yeah, I think that at this point, we're going to go ahead and cut back to Avery and Martin. So the vines that were coming up out of the water at you Mm -hmm. suddenly go limp for a moment. And what do you do? I want to search Ian. While she's searching Ian, I am going to examine what effect Hannah has had on him. He appears to be unconscious at the moment. Spiritually, is he still consumed by the tentacle weeds? Tentacle weeds? He is not consumed, but he is still attached. If that makes sense. So there are more of these tentacles that are spiritually reaching up out of the lake, but he is not free of them. He is just no longer totally covered by them. DM, what I am hoping to do is do a spiritual medicine check to determine (laughs) whether or not this infestation and possession or connection would be possible to cleanly sever or whether or not he is essentially too far gone and he will never be free of this. Maybe read a bad situation. There's a what's the best way to protect the victims. Nice. Okay. So that's roll plus sharp. (sighs) Keep rolling well. (laughs) Um, Well, that's not low. Hold on. What's my sharp? Uh, Nine. Okay. So you have one hold that you can use. Unfortunately, there sounds like there's one question that you want answered. Mm -hmm. Uh, The best way to protect the victims. You know that demons usually make deals. And so it's going to be finding the terms of that deal. Maybe it's an object. Maybe it's a contract or something. But that physical thing needs to be destroyed or getting the demon to break it. So a physical manifestation or 
um, reliquary of the representation of the symbol of the deal. Yeah. How long do we think he's going to be unconscious for? You're not a trained medical professional, so... Martin's going to kill him. Hey! Because this guy is dangerous, and he functions as an arm of the lurker at this point, and he's going to come after us. He has too many resources in town to not do so. You know, most of the time when people attempt to kill somebody, you get some sort of a warning. Someone holds the gun out. Someone winds up for a swing. And then we have Martin who just looks at them and they die. I have no warning. You don't even know that he's dead. He may just stop breathing or something. But well, you know, right he's now, unconscious. I'm very, very close to him right now. I think I would detect if he stopped breathing. Maybe. Just maybe. The move is natural attack empowered by unholy strength. I will say that he looks weakened, but a single draw on him is probably not going to immediately kill him. I'll give you that. To quote the old show, let me pull out the wiffle ball bat. This may take a while. (laughs) (laughs) He's not in a position to fight back. Go ahead and deal harm. How much is it? One. Okay. Martin's just kind of standing there watching Avery work while this happens. Avery, you are searching his body. Yes. What is your intention here? What are you looking for? I'm looking for anything sketchy on him. So I might actually take his keys to get into the back shop. Okay. Any random pieces of paper in his wallet that says demon or lurker, <laughs> uh, secret meeting at such and such, you know, just things like that. Do you, do you mean that you're maybe taking somebody's advice and looking for things input with importance and significance? No, because if I were taking your advice, I would be destroying said thing because it was creepy. I mean, that is probably true too, but... Go ahead and roll investigate a mystery. I don't think that you get the plus one from... Because that was more oh, focused I on a... symbols. Um, okay, so I don't have the minus one against me, or I do? Oh, yeah, you still have that for being somewhat shell-shocked. Yep, okay, so I have a minus one. Eight. Total of eight. Okay. You've got one hold. Yes. Probably what is being concealed here sounds like what you're looking for, but yep. you also have what happened here, what sort of creature is it, what can it do, what can hurt it, where did it go, and what was it going to do? If I thought I had a chance at finding information about the lurker on him, I would go one of the other ones, but I don't. Mm-hmm. That does not seem likely on his not, person. Maybe no. in the back of the shop in his house, mm-hmm. but not here. So I will do what, what's concealed here. Okay. I think that you find his keys, you find his phone. Mm-hmm. But it's and locked, right? It is, but it's got some greasy finger marks on it. Has he been at the... Pork pie no, you just whatever. like you know, like on your screen when you hit certain buttons certain times, mm-hmm. oh, okay. you know, kind of things like yeah. that. It's not like smeared and pork. Pie oh, I would before <laughs> playing too much with a phone. I need to put on some gloves. Are you just setting up shop to start trying to unlock his phone right here and right now? No, not the moment. But I still okay. should put on some gloves because touching him. <laughs> anyway. But okay. at the same time, I would. Martin, can you help me move into the back of the shop? Sure. We're gonna put him back into the back of the shop, which has a door closed. And put him on like a chair or something. Or, you know, on the ground next to it. That's your attention. Okay. I can multitask. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm even giving you the perfect opportunity. You can touch him. All right, Hannah. You saw Ian go down. You saw Avery start looking through his stuff. What are you up to? I felt all that emotion just leave. And I, I think I felt it hit Ian. And I'm just looking down at my hands and I'm like, what was that? Uh, and I shake my head. Oh, right, right. Val? Val? And I'm going to start climbing up the ladder on the boat. 
Okay. So by this time, am I done? Yeah, you just everything? come out of the cabin. Okay. I'm gonna say, "What's up? What, what's happening?" She's gonna turn and look, and she's like, "Oh." Uh. You see what looks like uh, Avery and, and Martin dragging Ian into the the darkness of the shop. Uh, dead body. Not suspicious at all. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm not even going to ask what I missed. I, I found some suspicious papers. Do we need to, like, hide now? What? Um, are you I, okay? You look a little, uh, a little pale. Well, I feel really calm. But well, that's good. We probably should be looking for more symbols or maybe some other dark materials. Um, yeah. Maybe his I dark mean... materials or something. <laughs> Martin calls out from the darkness behind the shop. Objects imbued with significance. Okay. Uh, sure. And I would like to help her investigate a mystery. Physically mm. going through the tackle boxes. I don't know if boats have like a, um, like a glove, glove box. Yeah, I don't know if they have a glove <laughs> compartment. I, I, I think, think they they're equivalent do. things, yes. I think they kind of yeah. do, actually. Of yeah. some sort. Yeah, so I'm going to start looking through the glove compartments, tackle boxes. I'm going to try and look to see if there's any, like, false bottoms on the deck. Or is if there's a second level, I'm going to go down there and start knocking on stuff to see if there's any hollowness. Just anything. Okay. Go ahead and roll Investigate a Mystery. I rolled an 8 minus 1. Oh, so, mixed success. I'm very distracted. This this calm mm-hmm. feeling is very weird. So, I will say I've already done the what is being concealed here. So, if you want to choose a different question. Okay. It sounded like you were looking for specifically what for what is concealed here, but... Maybe what happened here? That's what makes sense. Okay. Honestly. You're, you're looking in different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're looking in these boxes, looking for false bottoms and such. And you don't find any false bottoms. There's nothing here. There's no space for that. But you do find a couple buckets with lids opening up. You find a thick, oily black paste that stinks. Is this anything fish related? It's got a little fishiness to it. It's got certainly a salty smell and it's kind of earthy. Well, yeah, I think I found something dark and oily. Okay, I'll come out and look at it. Smells like fish. Mm. Yeah, that does smell fishy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the smell's starting to overtake me, and I've got like my Gross. shirt. Up, I've got my shirt up over my nose. I'm just. Ugh. It does have like a. It's like a five-gallon bucket. Oh. It's got like a, a a seal on it that you can you close back down if you need to. Oh, are Avery it? and Martin out of sight by this point, or are yeah. they done dragging? Mm. Yeah. Okay, so we can't see them. Okay, what are we supposed to do with this? I guess bring it to Martin. He knows what this stuff is, right? Uh, yeah, I, I guess we take this. Let's haul these off the boat. And All right. All right, we're going to make our way off the boat with these five-gallon buckets. Ooh, that's hefty. It's not full. Okay. We can, like, I don't know, hoist it off the side or something, right? So you, you all are hauling this thing back off the dock. Okay. Cut to the inside of the shop. Oh, by the way, I did check to see if he was alive. He does seem to be breathing at the moment. I'll say, nice job, Martin. I'm glad you were able to knock him out before he did anything as we put him down and I continue to look through his stuff. I didn't attack him. Wait, you didn't? No. Then did he just fall over? <laughs> no. What happened as I search his stuff? Well, what do you mean, what happened? He just fell over. What happened? Did he have a heart attack? Anna did it. Oh, 
I'll have to talk to her about that. I didn't know she could do that. I don't think she knows she does that. Yeah, that seems in line with what I've heard from her. Okay, phone. Can I open it? Is he still emitting radiation and evil? Is he dead yet? So, during this conversation, I will allow you to have made two more attacks. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just so funny. Is he still radiating? <laughs> exuding radiation? Is he dead yet? <laughs> <laughs> so, while, you know, continuing to chip away at this, I assume he's not dead yet. So. Oh yeah, you're just dealing harm, you're not rolling for this. Sorry. Since he's not dead yet, I'm going to assume he's still radiating evil. Avery, as you have been taking him, I don't know if it's just the dim light, but... Ian's looking worse. I'm going to check his pulse again. Worse than usual, because mm-hmm. he's had multiple phases of That's looking worse than this. <laughs> he looked better when whatever yeah. Hannah did, but now he's starting to look just pale. He looks not as healthy, but he's still breathing, still has pulse. Okay, Martin, don't touch anything, otherwise you'll leave your fingerprints on there. Martin's holding his feet or something. That's fine. Like He's like looking at him like, you can drop him. not sure what you want me to touch. You can drop him. <laughs> So I will say inside the shop here, so it is dark, and I'm assuming that all this conversation is kind of low somewhat. Yeah. Oh, yes. Martin doesn't usually shout. Yeah. In fact, basically ever shout. Because you can hear motion and such from the front side of house, essentially. The room that you're in is dark, and there are various metal shelves that have boxes of bait and various efficient supplies and things like that. But what is weird and strange and really catches your attention is when you look at the floor. Uh-huh. Because there are lines of these leafy tentacles. Back here? That seem to be leading out from a hole in the floor and are spider webbed around the entire floor. Oh. Don't touch them. I don't think I can not touch them. You notice this as soon as you walk in. There is a little bit of space just inside the doorway that you can get in without disturbing them. But you Mm. will have to be careful in order to get across them. Shoot. Are they bad? Are they active? Yes. Are they radiating evil? Yes. Can you destroy them? It would take a long time. (sighs) Okay. Can I get to the desk at all? There might be a path. But you have to be quite careful. Mm, Okay, we're going to look at the phone first. Is there anything on his phone as I use his fingerprints or something to activate (laughs) the phone? It's easy enough to use his biometric to use his fingerprint scanner on that to open it. Okay, good. He's not dead yet, so we don't have to use any special equipment to get that (laughs) fingerprint. You would still have been warm. True. Uh, It opens. Uh, What are you looking for? I know the sheriff's involved and I know messages. We're going to go with messages. Okay. You see several messages meeting tonight. Mm-hmm. Nine o'clock at the cave. Make sure that you have taken care of the symbols. Okay. And there are affirmatives from Darby, Sheriff Gibson, and George. Okay, got it. George was the crazy one. He's the one with the crazy outfit as well that we saw that was not that crazy. It was just like a, it was a plaid vest. It was orange. I mean, he looked like he had a crazy eye about him. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I imagined him. Bell's making all kinds of judgments. (laughs) Wild accusations. (laughs) To our group, everybody's a suspect. (laughs) Everybody's weird. I just remember him like giving us the stink eye as we were coming out of Mark's boat rental shop. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and you do see a text from George earlier. Uh, those people are headed towards the shop. And this was like 
about the time you guys were headed for Mark's. Is red in the phone. He has a contact there, but uh, there seemed to be a handful of calls, but that was from weeks ago and previous. Nothing within the past two weeks. Mm. Sounds like he got kicked out of the club. Or Or maybe he never was in the club. What about Mark? Because Mark was in the club and he left it being all mad and had a hissy fit. There doesn't seem to be very many communications between them. Okay, cool. Anything in his search history? Does he play D&D? And does he have a weird search history? (laughs) (laughs) Did he look up aboliths by any chance? Yes! There are various general, like, what you'd expect for a fishing enthusiast. It seems to be mostly looking up stats and things. There are a handful of ones for phases of the moon, those kind of calendars for that. Okay, what kind of moon is it tonight? It is waxing gibbous. Right. It's getting bigger. I think that's all I'm going to get from the phone. So I'll go ahead and put the phone back on him. And I'm going to quickly... Martin, should I look at his desk? Don't touch the leapticles. As you say that, there begins to be a little bit of a shudder on several of them. Uh, I want to go look at the desk. (laughs) So bad. So... Avery? Is this now when my hold, or the hold you have on me is going to come in? We're going to find out next time. Oh, <laughs> snap. That's where we're going to end it for today. She's trying to follow my <laughs> advice of not touching the tentacles. Oh, that's true. You did give me, well, I didn't ask, I did ask you, but ooh. I, you asked my, my advice. Next time. Next time. Mm-hmm. All right. End of session experience. Woohoo. Woo. We saved Ian. I mean, he may may or may not be dead yet, but we're saving Ian. Uh, Saving him? Not quite dead yet. So first question here, did we conclude the current mystery? No. No. Did we save someone from certain death or worse? We're trying to. No. Uh, Uh, Not yet. We're working on it. It takes a while. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Fate worse than death? Maybe. Well, what do you guys think right now? No, No, we haven't saved anybody. Guess I need to be putting more bystanders in jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Gosh. sorry. I have failed you in not giving you opportunities to earn this experience. I will do better. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I feel like Martin has been doing his darndest to earn this most <laughs> sessions. <laughs> Did we establish something new and important about the world? Yes. The lurker can possess people. Mm-hmm. We kind of already knew that. Did but we? But we didn't get a confirmation. I Did knew we it. get points for that, though? I don't know that. I'd have to check. Sure. Well, let's go ahead and add that. That's fine. And he Yay. has and he has tentacle seaweed things. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting one because it's confirmation of something that we've suspected for since um, session one. Right? Mm-hmm. You learned a couple things from the lurker itself. Yeah, you learned something about Martin, which is one of the questions, because Mm -hmm. the lurker had some sort of thing in common with him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And did we establish something new and important about one of the hunters? Um, Martin and the lurker having some sort of a connection. Mm -hmm. I think so. Hannah going Super Saiyan. Yeah, Hannah realized, found out about herself. Sounds like we got two yeses in there. So that's one experience point for everybody. Yay. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for you this time, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Hey, everyone. This is Corin. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Power Word Crit. Stay tuned for more adventure on PowerWordCrit.com or your favorite podcast streaming site.